Hey guys, what's going on here? It's John and Ryan from No Holding Back. We're going to get into the recent week in sports. Just to kind of top this off, we're going to get into our picks for week five. Uh, Ryan and I ended up splitting our picks for last. I think we both had six right after a uh, very interesting morning session in the NFL. Then, obviously, for everybody that loves baseball, it's October. So that means it's the hunt for the World Series, which means the 28th championship will be coming to New York this week, this year. I am putting my money on my New York Yankees to win. The next thing we want to do is rack up probably the best fight in 2019, which just happened over the weekend, Spence versus Porter, and then get into the big UFC fight that's happening over in Australia, Whitaker versus Israel. So Ryan, let's kind of get into this. So Big week coming up, week five. Uh, we got two teams on the bye. A lot of questions with a lot of players that are hurt. So I guess, you know, let's start with this first question that uh, one of our listeners ended up having. Like, why are we seeing all of these injuries to star players, you know, backup players, even, you know, role players? I feel like there's just been a lot more injuries we've seen over the last, you know, five weeks, four weeks of the season. Right. I mean, kind of crazy, too, because this NFL, they're against a lot of the big hits. So theoretically, we should see a lot less injuries. But Mm -hmm. I think what we're seeing are a lot of the soft tissue injuries. So which comes from what I believe, even though I'm not a fucking doctor, but I'll give it to you anyway, is I think it's they're not playing enough in the preseason and they're coming in and they're getting up to the game speed. Right. Practicing, you're not uh, flying around full speed like you wouldn't game, giving that extra effort. And I just think that a lot of guys are tweaking stuff uh, coming into it. And I just also think it's the overall football thing too, right? Because you're not going to know your assignments. You're not used to playing with your team that much. So that could cause more collisions or plays that you're not aware of and you're turning at the last minute looking for something or you're in the way and you're getting hit. You know, that that's what I think. Yeah, and I think that plays, you know, very, very well into why we see, you know, offensive lines struggle in the NFL nowadays because, you know, you can't hit anybody, you can't grab anybody in practice. So it's like, how is your offensive line going to kind of get their shit together to protect the quarterback, which the NFL has openly said, you know, more quarterbacks that are playing really well ends up reflecting well on the NFL and, and their ratings. So it's like, I agree with you in that step, but I would even take it a step further. Like you see a lot of the star athletes uh, for each of these teams, you know, like Odell ends up going to do his individual training. Doesn't work out with the team. You see Le'Veon Bell does the same thing. And, and there are many players that do that. I think more players should Shit. be doing Seek that in Mexico. Yeah. I I mean, you know, they, let's be honest, you know, Zeke's down there. He's, he's working out training and the NFL can't go down there and drug test him while he's training. So like we all know what shit's going on. I mean, they just found a fucking 12,000 pounds of cocaine in a submarine coming from Mexico, trying to get into San Diego. They're not, what, what what is the NFL going to do? They can't do anything. Like that's, that's, that's just, you know, they try and do everything that they can, but in reality, players Wait, are going to so be is he assistant. partying with flashers or is he doing, yeah, uh, he's, he's doing everything, he's doing a little bit of everything. Yeah. He's chasing a dragon down there too. He, the guy ends up coming back with two earrings in his nose. Fucking idiot. <laughs> But let's digress here. Let's get right into the games. I think this is probably one of the first weeks that we're going to see where a lot of this can really go both ways. So uh, Thursday night game uh, tomorrow night, uh, obviously, since we're recording on Wednesday. Yeah. Pour that bottle. What do you got there? What are we doing? A little Angels Envy. Okay. Give a little sponsorship shout out. There you go. Great port finish. Very tasty. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to drink when you're having these conversations. You're supposed to <laughs> loosen up. But anyway, let's get right into it. Rams Seahawks. What do we got? Lions one and a half. Rams getting one and a half. Yeah, so this was interesting, right? Uh, opened up with the Rams laying at one and a half. Now they're getting one and a half. I, I think after everyone saw that putrid display versus the Bucks and Jameis going ham. Uh, it really swung that around. So playing at Seattle. So usually very good home team. Uh, I, for me, 
I think the Rams still are that team. I'd like the way they never gave up the whole game. And I, I think there, there's a motivation factor and we'll see a different team going into Seattle. So I'm taking the Rams with the points. It doesn't really change much. Uh, this past weekend's display for me. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. I think the Rams are really going to go into this game kind of like with something to prove uh, that that Bucks game. Uh, I don't know when the last time anybody saw 50, 50 plus points on the Rams defense. So I know the Seahawks are playing really well, but uh, I think this is kind of a step up game for the Rams and they're going to really going to need it, especially on a Thursday night. So I want to go with the Rams as well. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, not, not not far traveling either, right? So yeah, gen- generally like that short time frame going away, I I'd probably give more emphasis to the home team, but not that far to travel. Yeah, no, I hear that. All right, so now we got the rest of the Sunday games that we're going to touch on. So rivalry game here, Ravens Steelers, Ravens are uh, given three and a half to the Steelers, which makes sense. So Steelers home dogs, right? Uh, yeah, and and let's preface this out there. Yeah, you, you fucking degenerates, don't be going and gambling on rivalry games like this because you never yeah. know what the hell is going to ca- happen. I I don't even touch rivalry games. And you're a degenerate. <laughs> I wouldn't get maybe, that far. Maybe maybe not like mattress Mac degenerate, but you are a de- degenerate. Come on. Yeah, well, come on. That guy you has another thing coming. He, he has a whole investment plan, man. You see what he did? He started Monopoly on mattresses. He's getting his name out there, free advertisement, placing his big bets. And he knows he's going to make the money back once the Astros win. People are going to be buying up beds galore after they're shagging after they win the World Series. Yeah, well, they're not going to win the World Series, but we're going to get to that when we start talking baseball. And I can't wait. So he has to start putting fucking money out because they ended up fucking losing. I know that it's just, it's just going to happen. I can feel it. I can feel 28 in my bones, Ryan. I can't. <laughs> All right. But, so one taking this week, I, I think the Ravens found um, versus Steelers scare me. They have a couple key injuries. They might be fine, but Juju's been hurting. Connor's been hurting a little bit. And I, I think the Ravens will come back in there after just, getting the game handed to him by the Browns and put a different display on the field. So normally I would, I would agree with you in that sense, but I just feel that this division is going to get much more interesting if the Steelers end up winning. And I would like to see that. Um, I agree. And it also puts them out one and four if they do lose. So, Right. So this is going to be, this is kind of the make or break game that the Steelers need to have. I also think that the Steelers started putting a lot of interesting things on tape, especially uh, in the Monday night game. They're running a lot of wildcat. Um, I think they're just trying to kind of protect, uh, you know, what Mason Rudolph can and can't do. Deontay Johnson, who was the rookie that was picked with the uh, Antonio Brown pick, he ended up showing out. Uh, I, I think it's just a matter of time before Juju ends up taking that number one role and they're starting to get healthy. And I think week five is where they turn. So, you know, yeah, I think the Steelers, you, you start using some of the young studs that you drafted. I know. I mean, I picked the Steelers to win the division even before, you know, Roethlisberger got hurt. So I'm not going to jump off that uh, just yet. So I think the Steelers are going to, I think the Steelers are going to take this one with the All three right. and a half, especially, I think they're going to win outright. But I it kind of goes with our season long projections, right? I took the Ravens over. You took the Steelers and we had the disagreement mm-hmm. of who was going to make the playoffs. So this will be a big game for that. Yeah. And we just went on each side. So I like that. All right. So, so bears Raiders, I believe this game's in London. It is the first London game. And it's tricky because it's at uh, one o'clock. So you never know, but it's at the new stadium in that Tottenham built where the field retracts and the NFL field comes up. Wow. All right. Jaguars should be thing? there soon. Uh, you, no, I don't know. I have it. But, well, they actually put Jags on the, the stadium. No, I'm kidding. But she might as well fucking should. I don't, they I don't think, uh, I don't think they would because that guy owns uh, Fulham, I believe the Jags owner. So a little bit yeah, of inner yeah. London rivalry, although Fulham's not much of a rivalry, but, but I also think he owns know. what he owns. One of the stadiums over there. Wembley. He owns Wembley. Oh, okay. So that's, so that's uh, they usually do play there too, right? Yeah. So that's, I guess that makes sense. All right. So let's get to the picks. 
lined open with the bears uh, given six now five and a half. Uh, mm-hmm. I think this is a trap game for the bears. I know Mitchell Trubisky is not playing. It does look like Chase Daniels is really going to make that offense run a lot better, but I'm going to go with the Raiders. I just think that uh, I think that this is a trap game for the bears. The bears are leaving for London. I believe tomorrow the Raiders are already there. So it's kind of different in philosophy, but I'm going to go with the Raiders. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm going the opposite side of that. I'm taking the bears. And the reason I like them is because chase actually gave them formidable offense. Once he started playing for him, he'd have yeah. Trubisky turn it off the ball. And I think the bears defense is amazing. And the Raiders are really going to struggle moving the ball. Now. So that that's where I'm going with the bears laying the points. So sticking with it, even though yeah. it's, it's what a shitty thing. One of your home games counts as playing in London. Unless you're the Jags, that makes no difference. You yeah, just lose I one. I know. Well, they, they, they seem to only do it for like not hot market teams. So it's, it's like a trend that you could see if you go look back. It's, it's the games that don't really go in their high, higher ticket um, revenues that end up going to play their home game over there. But, you know, just something that I saw a couple of years ago. Speaking of revenue games, this game should be the Kingsbury car, uh, Kyler Murray first win with them giving three points to the Bengals. I think the Bengals have only looked good against the Seahawks in week one, but that's just a week one overreaction. I think that the Bengals are going to probably either win maybe one at most two games this year, but it's not going to be against the Cardinals. I'm giving, I'm going with the Cardinals for uh, week five over the Bengals. Yeah. I mean, fucking Canadians wouldn't even come out for this game. As nice as they <laughs> are, this was out there. They, they wouldn't even show up. That's yeah. how bad this game's going to be. Um, I, I can't tell with the Bengals, man, they're in some tight games. They're out of some tight games. Who knows with them? It's like, they just look atrocious. Uh, the cards, not much better, but I, I think we're going to see a Murray game. So I'm going with you, but who's to know with this game? I, I yeah. stay away from this one also, but mm-hmm. yeah, both of us on the cards here. Why not? Yeah. And so, shout outs to uh, Larry Fitzgerald passing Tony Gonzalez. So now he's second all time. Yeah, how about that? Nobody even cares. It's like no big thing. Just your team's getting beat like usual. And you're finally <laughs> break the record. Whatever, you know, I, it's, it, it's crazy. That record Jerry rice has like 400 more receptions. Yeah. And you, <laughs> and you would never think it too. Cause Fitz hasn't been on a good team in so long. I know he's only had Kurt Warner as a good quarterback. Carson Palmer, maybe. Yeah. He, he had his ups and downs, mostly downs, but some ups. <laughs> uh, now on to the man, man of the year, Mr. Minchu, uh, going in, to Carolina. So open at three, getting three and a half. The Jags are, I'm still staying on that Jags train, man. Won the, the money line bet last week, bet of the week. Loved it. Come back. You see him in the pocket, scramble it all around, going every direction, still getting that touchdown the guy is a miracle worker. So I, I think they're really working the Ramsey thing. Hopefully he's back in, in business and they, Sweet talk him, give him that bank truck that he's looking for, and I, I'm on with the Jags, man. Give him, give him more. Can't get enough. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Jags too, uh, but not just for Gardner Minshew, even though he's playing really well. But uh, Josh Allen, their 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 first round pick, has been playing not only well, um, you know, in, in coverage, but he's playing the run really well. Which you know, obviously, everyone thought of him as a pass rusher. But he's playing the run really well. Obviously, the the Panthers only have a um, a run offense right now. Uh, Kyle Allen's doing a good job subbing in for Cam Newton. But hey, I mean, everyone knows my opinion about Cam Newton, so Kyle <laughs> Allen's definitely an upgrade. But I'm still gonna go with the Jacks in this one, especially given the three and a half. So I'm yeah. going with the Jacks. I mean, another thing also is they got that one-two punch with the running backs now with Fournette going ham and then Armstead didn't look too bad either. So it's giving uh, yeah. Minshew some help back there. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think Leonard Fournette could have, you know, come back player of the year type of type of uh, mentality right now. He's playing really well and he's looking like that, you know, top five, top five overall pick um, that he was back in the day. So um, good to see that. 
All right, moving on. So our New York faithful now, Vikings come to town to take on the Giants. Daniel Dimes has already been proclaimed the next savior of the state. Uh, Jesus himself, I don't, I don't even know what else to say. Guys play two scrub teams, and everybody's uh, ready to knight them, says the second coming. So, and you know what? I, I you know, they do have uh, Golden Tate come back this week, which is interesting, but I'm still going to go to the Vikings. I, I think they get out ahead early. The more experienced the team, um, they had the receivers coming out to Cousins. Cousins was receptive to it, said, yeah, I need to play better. So I, I, I think that's a nice little spark that we're going to see. And hopefully as long as this Diggs thing is in uh, serious where he's missing practice for no reason, they're going to come out, get their shit together and get ahead of the Giants and put that pounding on them. Yeah. The, the, I mean, this is my, this is my survivor pick of the week too. Um, I'm, I'm going with the Vikings as well. Even if they don't pass the ball, if they're running the ball really well, I mean, you know, what are the Giants going to do? Their defense is shot. Yeah, Giants don't have a yeah, not a bad run defense. It's looked so far, but probably because everybody can pass all over them. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to go with the Vikings. I, I just tempt against the run. Yeah, and, and the Giants are you know they're going to play a decent team. So I think that that's you know, going to get me slapped in the mouth. So we'll see, but I'm going with the Vikings. Right. This should be a quick one. Pat skins, even though the Pats are getting 15 and a half or giving 15 and a half. Uh, if they were getting 17, I would, if the skins were getting 17, I may flirt with it, but I don't get, get it bet against the Pats unless they're playing the jets. So I'm going Shit. with the Pats. The skins were getting 20. wouldn't be enough for me. I'm still going the Pats, man. I, I don't see enough about them. They're a mess. I don't know who they're going to play at quarterback. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, their defense hasn't looked great. The organization's a shit show. So give me the bats. All right. Now moving on to the game of the week. Jets versus Eagles at the link. The mighty Jets coming to town, ready to spread their mono. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so, there's not much for me to say here. I yeah. think the Eagles are getting over a lot of these injuries. They've had a bunch of days to rest. And even the Jets are coming off a bye, too, right? So almost fair Thursday bye week. But that, it doesn't seem like the Jets are getting enough players back. They still don't have Herndon. I don't think they're going to have enough to score against the Eagles. Eagles have one of the best or the best run defense in the league uh, guys haven't been able to run at all on them. So I don't think the jets are going to get much from bell this weekend. So I think the Eagles should wrap this up because they're not really going to get hit up with their atrocious ass secondary. Yeah. So I'm going with the jets just because I have to <laughs> stick with the jets. Um, there's also some word that um, Darnold may play, but so if Darnold does play this, this line is insane. Um, so I know you ended up getting it at, at seven. I believe you said like a week and a half ago or something like that. So right. I took it last Thursday. Yeah. So I'm going with the jets, um, especially if they're getting 13 and a half. Um, if Darnold comes back, I think it could be interesting, but, um, you know, I, I, there's always a first time for everything. The jets have never beaten the Eagles in their history. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right. So this is a stat with James facing pressure. Um, he, yeah, I got it right here on real against the blitz. What is it? Six TDs. He's 31 of 39 for 525, six touchdowns and 158.3 passer rating. I mean, his other stats must be abysmal. It has to be something <laughs> with good receivers. And he's just there. He's because he's not that accurate. Right. And when they're one-on-one with these guys and everybody's blitzing them, it gives them more opportunity and the guys to make plays on balls. That's at least my theory. Cause I have no clue other than that, that that stat makes means nothing to me because I don't even know how to interpret it. So you're saying never blitz Jameis Winston. Basically just sit and dime. <laughs> but All right, anyway, so. moving on. So the saints just got out of the slug fest with the Cowboys 12, 10 didn't even score a touchdown, which is crazy how they won. I, I think they're going to give the bucks a lot of problems. 
uh, staying at home. I'm, I'm taking the Saints. I think everybody's way too overblown on the Bucks. This line's only at three and a half now, so I think we're going to see the Saints put them away. Yeah, I'm going. To, I'm going to ride this Bucks train a little bit. Um, there's always a team that ends up, you know, going from you know worst to first, and there's a couple teams that don't make the playoffs. And after that Rams performance, maybe Jameis Winston is making a turn. Uh, I'm going to be a little premature on that, and I'm going to go with the Bucks over the Saints. By the way, I'm interested to see uh, Lattimore and who he covers because he was shut down versus Cooper the other day. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be very interesting. That that's a nice matchup, especially the Saints defense is is much better than they're getting credit for. That's for sure. Yeah, that front line is not bad, man. They've been yeah. uh, investing in it. And it's been looking pretty good. So we'll yeah. we'll see. Maybe a little heed to your little tidbit out there, and uh, not blitz as much. <laughs> there you go. There you we'll go. see. We'll see. Uh, what do you got next? All right, so we got Falcons and Texans. Falcons are just kind of. I, I I had them. I thought they were going to have a much better year this year. They just don't look like a complete team. Again, injuries on the offensive line and the back end of their defense. Um, the Texans, you know, Deshaun Watson's playing really well. Uh, so I'm going to have to go with the Texans here. Yeah. So this opened at four and a half. Falcons getting four and a half. Now they're getting five. Although that fucking line of the Texans, man, it's that thing is leaky. They got, uh, I mean, they they traded for what Tunsil, and now they need a three lineman before the year. And one guy they drafted, they got a tight end after in the first round, so he's been not too great. So I I just think it's really hard for them getting up. But like you said, the Falcons have so many injuries. Uh, on their defensive side, I, I just don't see it. I, I think the Texans will come out and win this one. So even lane five, which scares me with the Texans, but I'll take it. Yeah. No, I think we're in agreement there. That's just pretty straightforward. And one of the ones that I was kind of flipping back and forth on when I was giving you my picks before the show, um, Bill's Titans. Uh, we don't know what's really kind of going on with Josh Allen. Um, well, yeah, so, I mean, we, we do. We got some more information, right, today. Okay, what do we got? So he was able to do all the, you know, tests today, and they said there is no regression, which is really good, and he's looking in line to play this weekend. So okay, good. It's, a, it's always a good thing when you don't have any setbacks. They said it wasn't as severe as the other ones, um, right? And this line opened with the Bills getting one. Now they're getting three, so. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm going with the Bills. I, I just don't really like the the Titans. They're just hit or miss, and they are, haven't been consistent. Marcus Mariota's never been consistent in his career. Derrick Henry's never been consistent in his career. So I'm going to go with the Bills here, and I think the Bills' defense is is much better than a lot of people give them credit for. We just saw them not give Tom Brady a touchdown. So yeah. And the Titans' defense is the New England's defense. So I I think the bills will be able to at least make this close. If not pull away the win in Texas. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think one of the big games, both. yeah, I, mm. you want to talk about them first? I know you, your love for the Cowboys. Uh, that, that's the next one. So we're skipping the Broncos versus chargers. I know how excited you are about that game. It should be a real barn burner. Yeah. Uh, this is why I'm moving but, on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Fangio traveling with the somewhat Broncos, Mustangs, donkeys, whatever you want to uh, call them. Going asses. to, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, at least they'll, if, if they had any fans, they might have a home game. they will probably be about three people attending this game, man. There's going to be lull in attendance this weekend between the Broncos, Chargers, the Cards, Bengals, and the London game. <laughs> Nobody at these games. But anyway, so I, Melvin Gordon's coming back. I, I think he's going to really help. They're going to have the two-pronged attack with him and Eckler. I, I don't see the Broncos being able to do much. Uh, no Chubbs out for the year now with the ACL or MCL, one of those. So ACL, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, their line actually looked all right the other day versus the Jags, but with that, I, I think it's tumbling back down. And so I'm going to go to the Chargers to put it to the Broncos. 
Yeah, so I'm six with, and a half. Yeah, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go with the Broncos. Um, I know the Chargers are only going to use Melvin Gordon for like special situations, as they said, even though that I think Austin Eckler is probably doing a much better job in his absence than a lot of people give him credit for, even though he's putting up some crazy numbers. Um, I, I, you can see that the Chargers are really missing Tyrell Williams on the inside, that that, that speed uh, that, that kind of was opening up for Keenan Allen in, uh, last year, even though that we're all in agreement that Philip Rivers only really focuses on one receiver, right. but it makes I mean, it a lot easier. Yeah. And I mean, they're missing their tight end Hunter Henry and also Mike yeah. Williams who basically replaced Williams is still out with injury too. So yeah, just uh, Keenan Allen working there's been causing them some issues, but it is what it is. I, I, I think they come away with that pretty handily. Mm-hmm. Now, interesting game. Uh, Packers going to the Cowboys Packers opened up getting four. Now it's down to three and a half. Um, you know what? I, I hate picking the Cowboys, but I, I think what we saw with the Eagles being able to open up the floodgates, running the ball, pounding it down the Packers throat. I think the Cowboys have just as good, if not a better line. And we'll be able to do the same with Zeke. Who's a better running back than any of the Eagles have. So mm-hmm. I, it really pains me to say that. And I hope the Packers win. I still got to take the Cowboys. All right. So I'm going to make you feel a little better. I'm going to go with the Packers just because I think that the, the Packers ended up um, like I don't want to say losing the game against the Eagles because you got to give the Eagles a lot of credit for what they were able to do against the Packers. But I thought there were a lot of situations where Rodgers and the Packers left a lot on the field, like meaning points. Um, I think that defense needs to just adjust based on, you know, what they're, what they do best. Um, but I don't really like, I think the Cowboys are very overrated. I do not like the way that they play. I do not like, um, you know, kind of coming off a short week um, or shorter week, given they played Sunday night. So I'm going to go with the Packers here. Man, that's some joy to my fucking ears. Yeah, that's what you <laughs> only, need. Only, only time I'm rooting for one of your picks. <clears throat> Don't be a I... dick now, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, this podcast is not very PG. Sorry about that, listeners. It's uh, supposed to be. Anyway, Colts. Coming to town versus the Chiefs. Open at Colts getting eight and a half. Now up to eleven. Uh, when a week that we saw Patty Mahomes really kind of struggle. Um, Speaking of Patty Mahomes, do you see that play where he was scrambling for twenty-five yards and he decided to look around and behind him to see if there was a flag before he ended up running all that way? Did you catch that <laughs> video? I didn't. I need to uh, watch it. Yeah, so you got to check and the listeners he, too. You got to look at else, man. He you just gotta, is. You got to talk about something like a, a game has slowed down that much for a young player like that, where he understands what his off- offensive line was doing for him to break out of the pocket, to look at the ref, the back judge behind him to see if he threw a flag, to look around to see if there's a flag. That's just that's just unreal. So. You know, that scheme in the Chiefs that Andy Reid runs gets a lot of receivers open. Um, and Mahomes' athletic ability to put the ball wherever he can. He's not playing as well as he did last year. He's missing a lot of throws. But I think the Colts are just too banged up to hang with the Chiefs this week. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think Mahomes is a real competitor. Reid also. I, I think they're going to pull out a few different things, and we're going to see that. Uh, fire why everybody really likes the chiefs uh, Colts. As we know, a lot of injuries, uh, they haven't been one of the best defenses out there letting up some of those points. And yeah. I think chiefs are really going to ring that bell this weekend, or at least try to. So I'm, I'm going with the chiefs laying the points. Although I, I have liked the Colts. It's just not there, especially and, in arrowhead and written on the walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll see. Damian Williams might also be back too, so which will be a good compliment. Uh, finally, getting that elite pass catcher out there again. Even though McCoy's not bad, uh, Damian Williams has that extra quickness a little bit better on the route, so I think that should alleviate some pains as well for Mahomes. Yeah, I agree. 
All right. To another game we don't agree on, the Browns, who you despise, going to San Fran, who's coming off the bye week. Open up with the Browns getting four, now down to three and a half. Uh, I, I think the Browns have started to figure out who they are, not when Baker try and win games all by himself. So we'll, we'll see if that is still the MO, if it is uh, having Chubb on, uh, really integrating different plays, not trying to force it to back on. I, I think uh, he's down week. We should see something different from him this week, trying to incorporate him a little bit more. And I'm going with the Browns to actually give the Niners their first loss. Even though they're getting points, I think they're going to give them the first loss as well. I don't talk about the Browns on this podcast. So I'm going with the Niners. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Oh man, I love it. I love the hate. Who who is it that you hate the most of the team that you will not speak of? All of them. I just hate the city city of Cleveland. (laughs) Just look at their colors, right? Yeah, they're fucking shit brown. And (laughs) I I got nothing to say. Oh, too good, too good. All right. Well, besides. For John, he and uh, Baker playing better than Darnold. We'll move on to some baseball. <laughs> uh, so, so, game we have in action right now. We'll might as well start with that. The Rays are at Oakland, up four-one right now in the bottom of the fourth. Okay. Which is they were getting points in that, so definitely the underdog traveling to Oakland. I, I don't know how you feel about the rest of this game, but I, I think it's pretty healthy lead. So I, I would stick with the race right there. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I think that this is, you know, we saw last night, you know, Washington ended up coming back and beating mm. Milwaukee late in the game. Um, I think that Tampa has much better pitching uh, and um, the A's are not really built to come back in, in large spurts. It's going to take them a while. I think four one, I do have to agree with you that, uh, I think that lead is, is pretty big, especially for the, uh, the race. And, you know, I think they're going to end up having to go to Houston and play Houston. That's right. That's what I think Cause, Cause for you listeners out there who don't follow baseball as closely when it's these wild card rounds, teams will throw in starter after starter. So Tampa having the good starters, they'll load up on their starters and yeah. really try and keep that lead. Yeah. And, and I think it's very important, especially in the wild card game, because they don't play, you know, today's Wednesday, they don't play their first game until like 2 PM on Friday. So, um, you know, it, it's, it, the wild card game is tough. I mean, that's why I think the Yankees were very happy. They don't have to play in the wild card game this year because it's tough to win that one game and it messes up your rotations for the, for the future moving forward in the, in the postseason. Yeah. But, it really puts you at a disadvantage, man. Yeah, absolutely. And now I, I think it's good for baseball that they allow this playing game and makes everything a lot more interesting. Obviously they make more money on the game. Um, also makes the regular season count a little bit more because you, like you said, you don't want to be right. stuck in there, so you want to win those extra games because of this. Right, right, exactly. I couldn't and, agree more. And they don't take the NBA. If this was the NBA, they'd be playing next Friday. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Anyway, that so so why don't, why don't we get into some matchups? So, so the Nationals beat the Brewers. Uh, we'll start off with that. That starts tomorrow night. They're going to LA. Yeah. I mean, I, I I think the Dodgers are really the favorite to go back to the world series. I mean, they, they, they have the pitching, they have, they have the offensive firepower. Um, but you know what? I really do like the nationals. I do like the story about how they kind of let their $300 million hitter walk. And then, uh, and then Soto comes back and kind of fills the shoes that they thought he would. And, you know, ends up winning them the game last night and, you know, getting them into the ALDS. So really I think that shanking, aren't you? Uh, I'm going to have to, I have to, I'm sorry. I know, you know, they're fully faithful <laughs> over there, but it's, it just needed to be said. I think that, um, it's going to be a series that goes probably six games, uh, uh, depending on the health of the, the, the national starters, I think, um, is going to be key. I also think that Rendon, who is probably having a quiet, you know, end of the end, 
NL MVP type of uh, type of year. Now, um, let me though- correct you before we go much further. These are only five game series, so impossible. Oh, yes. True, true. My apologies. So it'll probably go four. I'm going to say it goes four. Goes four? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm just going for the sweep. Three and out. Dodgers. Enough said. All right. So then uh, let's, go, let's go up to yeah, the next. Let's stay, stay in NL. So we have the Cards Braves. Uh, Braves with the home field. Actually, the NL East with two teams in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. who do you have in that? But the Phillies aren't in it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go just to rub the salt into the wound. I'm going to go with Atlanta beating uh, the the Cardinals. Yeah, I, think the Car- I, I think the Cardinals have like another year to get their shit together. And it's amazing they're how, how they're always around, man. The card, what a well-run organization the Cardinals are as much as I hate their guts. Um, I also have to go with the Braves. I, I think Kakuna is the next star. Mm-hmm. If not already, uh, some great pitching, even though they pull some shady dealings with uh, some players overseas. But mm-hmm. you know what? They, I it think is they what pull it that is. Off. So, so if if we have Braves, Dodgers, who who are you taking in that NL? Uh, so this is a seven game series, right? In the LCS, seven games. I got this right. <laughs> <laughs> one one five seven. Yeah, the, the tequila is starting to get to me. Um, so. I like the Braves. Do you? Uh, wow. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't think, I, I think that it's very, very difficult for a team to go to the world series, you know, once and then to do it twice. And then to even do it a third time, um, in a row is difficult. And I don't know when the last time it's been done, but it's probably the Braves uh, to, to, that's probably the last NL team to do it. So what? I they had uh, Bill Chick's nephew as a manager out there. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> oh, shit, I can't stand, I can't stand these <laughs> cheaters, but you know, and I, and I also, and I also have zero respect for Los Angeles baseball um, just because of what they do to my boy trout. And just because there's nothing, probably the MLB wants more than a, like a Yankees Dodgers world series. But I have a feeling that, the Yankees are going to make it to the world series and the Dodgers aren't. So they can't have the best of both worlds, man. You can't stop digging that shift today. Got to bring up trout now too, man. Yeah. Living, living in my misery. Um, I, I, I think the Dodgers do get back there. I, I just think they're more talented. They have a loaded lineup, but Hey, I'd rather neither of them make it. So that's true. That. So just remember, <laughs> Clayton Kershaw can't perform in the playoffs. That is true. <laughs> I, I heard they're moving him a closer. Hmm. Kidding. Coming out of the bullpen. Th- this is his year. Ricky Vaughn had a talk with him. Yeah, He's okay. about this. Sh- <laughs> Who's the third baseman for the Dodgers? Uh, I don't know. You tell us. I don't know. I have no idea. But if he's going to be Rick Vaughn, he has to fuck the third baseman's girlfriend or wife. <laughs> All right, moving on. Let's get to the AL. So we already mentioned Rays athletics winner plays the Strohs. I'm going with the Strohs. So I I just think they're going back and they're winning it all. Their lineups filthy. They have hitting for days. They uh, robbed the Dodgers, uh, the uber talented who they're, First base oh, yeah. using a DH. Uh, the guy's just filthy. So who, who was it? Justin Fields. <laughs> oh, Josh Fields. Man. Josh Fields. Josh yeah. Fields played played one year for them, and oh man, they must be kicking themselves. Justin well, Fields is the uh, the, uh, the number one Heisman candidate right now. Oh, uh, so I wish. So I bet you they wish they had Justin Fields and not Josh. Yeah, yeah that's so, sure. Yeah, I'm going with the Strohs there of the winner of Athletic Race. All right. I think we're in agreement there. All right. So twins, Yankees, Yankees, Yankees always have the twins number. I'm sure. I'm sure the twins love to see that they had to play the Yankees, but yeah, uh, definitely some inferiority complex going on there. Big city, yeah. little city. Yeah. I think that uh, the, basically I, Danny DeVito versus Arnold Schwarzenegger here. 
little twin <laughs> track. Yeah, you like that? Good so, there you go. Look at you yeah. being witty on the podcast. Hey, every dog has his day. That's but for yeah. Sure. I, I think the Yankees have too much for them as much as it pains me. And I hate rooting for the Yankees. Not really rooting for them. I'm just picking them here. So I'll, I'll take that and I'll wait for them to play the Astros and Astros just take care of business for some. That's not going to happen. All right. Well, we shall see. Should we make another dollar bet? Who makes yeah. the world series? Hey, you, already bet on? You're, you already owe me $2. So I'd love to pile it on number three. <laughs> Still haven't seen that cash, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, well, we'll we'll do it for a drink. Yeah, because we can get three dollar drinks in Manhattan. Ah, if you or, find the right places. Uh, yeah. Well. <laughs> and ladies pet- and gentlemen, you better have your tetanus shots before you go there. Tetanus? I was gonna say penicillin. All the above. Yeah. Shit. Uh, so you have the Astros going to the World Series playing the Dodgers. I don't see that happening. It's going to be Yankees and Braves reliving the 90s and the early 2000s. Uh, I think I think John Carlos Stanton comes back healthy and actually makes a difference um, after being out all year. Um, I think the pitching ends up turning where Aaron Boone ends up utilizing that bullpen where the starters are only going to have to go like three or four innings and um, it's just going to be a bullpen game. And that's what the playoffs are all about right now. So the Astros. O- only go three or four or because they can, or they want them to. Cause no, I, I, think I, it's, I, I think it's only because they can only go three or four. You know, I don't think it really, ha- I don't really think it really matters. Um, the one thing that kind of hurts them is uh, Domingo Armand ends up getting kind of like suspended because he's going through a domestic violence investigation. And I think he's uh, tied for the lead or, or one win behind the, the AL lead uh, in wins. But, you know, I, I, I just think that um, it's the year where the, the, the Yankees kind of get over that uh, Justin Verlander hump. And uh, they, I think they beat the Astros in seven. Mm. And then yeah. they go and sweep the Braves just like the 90s. <laughs> we shall see. And what you meant by hump with Justin Verlander was Kate Upton, not Justin Verlander. Yeah. Well, so yeah, I, I think she'll show her lusty lady lumps and pull, pull some voodoo magic and the Astros will come away with that. Bless uh, it. I had I had Justin Verlander buying me a drink. All right, so all I have to say is is my, the curse of John is going to <laughs> Houston, and the Yankees are going to beat the Astros. And so. Well, hopefully you passed on that mono that you got from hooking up with Darnold onto himself. Ah, uh, you know what? There's every dog's got his day. And, <laughs> you know, I just got overexcited. What can I say? <laughs> Keep it in your pants. Anyway, so. <laughs> Something that you probably can't keep in your pants after watching this fight this weekend with Porter versus Spence. Oh my, did that live up to the hype or what? So, yeah, young Earl Spence coming into his first, I, I can't say real test, but Garcia was moving up in weight, so he had that advantage. Wasn't Garcia, he wasn't as scared of him, was able to keep him at bay, but. Somebody who was not able to keep that bay was Sean Porter, man. He came in and did he lay some punches on Spence? Yeah. I mean, uh, the thrilling split decision victory over Porter. I mean, like Spence, uh, what can you really say? I mean, this is probably the fight of the year so far Ooh, um, over, over Joshua Ruiz. Yeah, there's been some good ones. And then also Fury versus Wilder. I, I can't take it or Fury Wilder. Yeah, but Fury Wilder seems like a lifetime ago, especially with all the fights that they've had in between. And, you know, we're, we live in a society where you know like what, what have Fury you done? Fury Wilder lately? was last year, so I'm even wrong on that. So yes. you're right. There you go. There you go. So um, I, I, you know, Spence ends up claiming claiming um you know, the WBC belt, I believe. And he is the IBF champion, I think. So now he's got, now he's got the two. Uh, I could see this end up being a rematch. I mean, who, uh, who Spence going to fight next? 
That well, what you gotta understand is PBC's loaded over there. They've been having like a yeah. mini tournament, so there, there's so many different directions that they can go with this. Uh, I I know Danny Garcia was trying to start beef. We we don't really want to see that. Danny Garcia uh, has been doing too well after his first loss. He's he's been up and down. I but I he's moving up in that. weight, right? Who's that? Garcia. No, not not Danny. Danny's always been the same. Mikey's supposed to come back down. We'll oh, see. Okay. I, I know he, he's um, working on a deal with the zone, or last I heard he was. Uh, but the one fight you're not mentioning that every fight fan out there wants to see is Terrence Crawl for, for Cyril yeah. Spence. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, I can't bag on the door loud enough to see that thing. I don't I don't think it's gonna happen right away. But one Listen, all thing, the- one thing that would be interesting to hold us all over. Which, uh, which I think they really blundered on. They put this on pay-per-views. I heard it was supposed to be on Fox. With, if you would have put that on Fox, you would have got so many Spence fans. Yeah. And then the mega fight you could have drawn with him and Pacquiao, Pacquiao could have rode out in the sunset, well, mm-hmm. been carried off into the sunset after the fight, and on his millions of dollars. Listen, like, you that, know, that fight would have generated absurd revenue. I wouldn't I wouldn't count Pacquiao out regardless of what's going on with like his age and everything like that for, for whatever sense. reason. Yeah. Oh, you're I you're mean, crazy. You're crazy. I, I listen, I thought I was crazy when he fought what's his name last and he ended up coming out and winning. There's just something really different about that man. He's got he's got like, you know, he's got some crazy Filipino shit running through him where he gets just seems to never get hit by anything. You're talking about a fighter who's just coming back um, in and who didn't really take it as seriously. His love for boxing's always been in question yeah. uh, with Thurman. Now you're talking about Earl Spence, who's younger, who's been in the game. He's, he has these two big wins. I think you put Pacquiao up against him now. I don't, I don't like it for Pacquiao. I'll tell you listen, that much, but I'll, I'll buy the fight. That would be a fun fight. Of course you're going to buy the fight, but listen, if they end up deciding that Pacquiao isn't going to be, this isn't going to be his last fight and they want to fight again, it'll be a, it'll, it'll, somebody will pay somebody. It'll be well, a draw. They're, well, they're both with PBC. So it's easy. So yeah. that's why I was saying, like, all these fighters who are with PBC besides uh, Crawford, who has nobody fight over top rank, fucking yeah. knitting by himself in a rocking chair over there. Yeah, that's what they do. Which is a damn shame. Damn shame. That's what Bob uh, Arum's doing. That's what he's teaching over there. Man, I hate to see it, man. Just come on. Can we get to an agreement and just make this fight happen? Uh, it's boxing. Like, that's their problem. Yeah. Well, what are we going to do? Uh, we do have some good fights coming up, but we already talked about a few of them. So yeah. let's move on to the UFC this weekend. So the down under where we're going for the Whitaker versus Israel fight. This is this is pretty cool. Uh, UFC has been trying to they opened actually a performance institute down in Australia for fighters to train. Uh, oh, wow. Pretty sick. I didn't so know that. Yeah, yeah. So that that's been going on, um, and now we have a New Zealander versus the Australian and Whitaker. So New Zealander being Israel, Australian Whitaker, and as we all know, Rugby World Cup going on right now, big mm-hmm. rivalry, New Zealand, uh, Australia. What a better time to have this fight! I I think it should be a pretty fun fight. Uh, Whitaker coming off a few injuries, so we'll we'll see if he's able to still be in that champion form, right? So two champions still, uh, Israel, the interim would occur, the regular champ. So unify that title. So who do you think is going to win? I mean, I, so I, I'm not really, I, can, can I we mean, quote? Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I think if it's the Whitaker of old, he wins, but it scares me, you know, after coming off all those injuries, you don't know what you're going to see. He could be nervous, a little ring rust. That's what scares me. And if you have ring rust versus Israel, he's going to put you to town. So yeah. I'm, I'm, go, I'm going Whitaker. I don't like the pick, but I. it's more so that I trust my boy John Jones and Israel's little bitch. Yeah, that's what I, would, that's what I was just about to say. You know, he, it, <laughs> for, 
Johnny jo- Johnny Bones Jones today comes out and tells Israel, keep convincing yourself that one day you'll be ready to face a boss like me. I keep convincing <laughs> myself that when that day comes, I will make you my absolute bitch. That man <laughs> needs to fight again. I really need to see him fight because he is just a needle mover. And I happen to agree with him. Israel is a bitch. Even though he can definitely kick my ass, but that is the reason why I am behind the microphone and I can talk shit for a living as opposed to him getting the shit kicked out of him in the ring, which is going to happen this pit this weekend. So I'm with you. I think it's going to be Whitaker, but, you know, not that I don't like it or not, but Johnny Bones Jones spells his name without an H and so does so do I. And I'm going to have to go with Israel taking a beating down under. <laughs> Well, will you have anything else this week besides your big move to Connecticut? Uh, yeah, I know. So John, what, what John really wanted to do was get closer to ESPN. He's been striving for it. I'm kidding, folks out there. He fucking hates being close to them. He even egged their studio the other night, so hopefully they're not listening. I, I, I could just smell that just, I just fucking hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Even though, I mean, you know, it's, it works better. We got, I got a nice little, nice little room in here to, to do the recording. So it makes everything, it makes everything a little better, but you know, it, it, it is what it is. You gotta, you gotta take your lumps when you can get it. And I'm going to be giving them a lot more from Connecticut. It's always keep your enemies <laughs> close. Remember that. <laughs> well, been a great week. Keep sending us your questions. We love to answer them. They give us something to talk about, some fun, spice it up, different perspective. So keep sending them out, even if they are dumb. Some of you out there, horrible questions, but we'll still answer them. Yeah, there have been a couple dumb ones that we just like can't like. We we're pretty you know juvenile on this on this podcast, but some of your questions are getting a little out of hand. <laughs> so let's yeah. uh, let's let's keep it in scope, guys. All right, and gals. Especially the gals. <laughs> Keep it together. Yeah, quit quit fighting over pictures of John. He's with his girlfriend. You can't have him. <laughs> Take it. Take it. All right, guys. Well, as we all as we always say before we wrap up these shows, this is no holding back. We always keep it keep it the same way every week. Just make sure you hit us up and uh, we'll speak to you guys next week.